Hi, I'm Eric. Hi, I'm Ali. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to the E&E podcast. So I know that today we would like to discuss life reflection. Um, you know, for us being millennials, that means that we're about to enter our 30s very, very soon. Um, some faster than others. I'm not going to name names or say which one of us is going <laughs> to. <laughs> some of us will be 30 faster than others and i just think that we're at a time we are on the precipice of a new stage in our lives and it's times like this when we tend to look back and kind of think of the choices you've made you know think of the regrets you may have or think of things that could have probably been done differently so you know ellie as somebody who may be entering their 30s very soon um, what are what are your thoughts on the on the topic of life reflection? What are some things? What's some advice you'd give out to those Gen Zers out there? So first and foremost, I do not have any regrets. <laughs> um, I think each and every action has led me to this point. Um, I do have advice for other people um, on things that maybe they can do differently from what I did, but I don't. I wouldn't call that a regret. I would call that wisdom. <laughs> so sorry, I almost died on my coffee. I was not making fun of you. <laughs> um, no, and that's, uh, okay, that's a good way to look at it. And, you know, I've always looked at that the same way in my life. Like, I don't ever feel like the things I did wrong or things that I made. Like, there are things I, I, I think about all the time where I'm like, I would go back and redo that definitely in a heartbeat. But I don't ever think that they're, like, a regret that I have. Because I do feel like I learned something from it. Yeah. You know? Not to sound cliche, but I do feel like there is a lesson in every, like, mistake that you make in life. Some mistakes are bigger than others, and some you may ponder and be like, fuck, should I have done that? But... And I've also been in situations part, where, like, I'm like, maybe that was a mistake I should have made. Yeah. Yeah. That is actually very true. I think the one thing I would say for sure, and this is something I still struggle with to this day, so I do hope that at some point I learn how to be better at this my main advice is learn how to fail like mm -hmm. don't be afraid to fail don't be afraid to try things because you think you're not going to be good at it i have always played it safe in that regard where like i never wanted to see failure i never wanted to be told i wasn't good enough or i wasn't going to be able to do it so because of that i did not make a lot of decisions i wish i would have made and i didn't go for things that i wanted and i think that i made excuses to not go for those things because I was afraid of failure. And I know that was really hard for me. So that's one thing I would say is definitely learn how to fail. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And I know like we have like very different upbringings. Um, and so um, I grew up like overseas where like, um, it was very like customary for us to fail, I guess you'd say. Like it was very much like, um, it was very much like in order to get to the U.S. and get a good education, you had to apply to so many different schools. You had to pass these tests. And like, you know, it was very clear that like not everybody made it. Not everybody got to leave, you know, the hometown and like whatever. So that was something that I, I guess, was thankful for early on was that like it did kind of teach me that like, just because one person says yes, as one person says no, doesn't mean another person won't say yes. And that, like, um, I think, like, just hearing no 
and like failing is actually part of a larger process and that um sometimes like you know as lady gaga says there can be a thousand people in a room <laughs> where is that thumbs set down, thumbs down. <laughs> No, what did she say? No, I, there can be a hundred foot of room. 99 people will not believe in you, but it takes just the one. Um, he was that one. <laughs> but yeah, I think like growing oh up, um, like a lot of the kids in my school and like where I grew up or whatever, were always trying to like leave and trying to go to the US, trying to go to the UK, trying to go somewhere else and a lot of times it didn't work out it didn't work out their first second third fourth fifth time um and so i think like i did learn early on that like no is just part of the process it doesn't mean no forever it just means no not right now but a lot of people they hear that first no and it's just like shuts them down completely like everything's going to come in your time and just because one person says no doesn't mean the other person says yes but you do need to at least try so that way if you fail or you fuck up you can at least be like okay well what did i learn from that experience that i can take to this next one because clearly i did something wrong here but there could also be something better waiting for me like you know me and you had this conversation where you were like maybe Mm -hmm. i should just take this maybe i should just take this job and maybe i should just you know keep and it's like no sometimes you don't get those jobs because there is something else that's supposed to be meant for you you're just not you're not taking the path you're supposed to be taking you know exactly and i think a lot of times um we we don't realize how much is out of our control like um like you know i was going like you and i talked about this like when i was going through it um over the one summer of like when i was just like interviewing and interviewing and interviewing and i kept hearing no 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 and i i think a lot of times now that i'm like a little further removed from that situation it's like very it's like amazing how little like it actually involves you like t- you 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 only factor really 20 percent of it like you i feel like like as an estimate like it all comes down to like does that person like your vibe is it the right opportunity at the right time do they like just using like the job search as like a an example it's just like is there an internal candidate do you fit the culture with that team like can they imagine you working there like most of those things really have nothing to do with like your performance there and like honestly like if somebody interviews you and like they can't picture you doing the job or they can't picture you meshing well with the people on the team then you kind of dodge the bullet like you know and a lot of times I think like when you're on the other side of it and you're like, like you forget all those things that like literally you just go and bring yourself. And then there are just like all these other factors that you have absolutely no control over that like are also factoring in. And it's hard to like realize that in the moment. I know it's hard for me anyway. Like a lot of those situations, they had nothing Like, there's nothing I could have done differently, basically. I think a lot of (laughs) times... A lot of times, we want to believe that we're more in control of our lives than we really are. And I think it's really hard to just, like, 
let the world take us where it shall and to trust the process. And I, I, I mean, you've experienced this. Like after hearing so many no's and being told like this isn't for you, like it can be really discouraging. And I think that's another piece of advice I would give is like, don't let things discourage you, especially if you know you're good at it. Now, if you want to be like the next Jay-Z or, you know, Dr. Dre and your SoundCloud song is not doing what it's supposed to do. At some point, you will have to look in the mirror. You'll have to look inward and ask yourself, (laughs) is this my calling? Yeah, there are times when, you know, it's time to give it up. You know, like, and I do believe that certain things are like God-given talent. Like, I, I believe that you do kind of, like, come out of the womb, like, with a certain talent. Like, I don't know whether that's just, like, passed down genetically or something. And I do believe that, like, you can kind of, like, force yourself into something and become, like, you know, decent at it. But I I do believe, like, certain things, especially, like, in the arts, like, those are things that you truly do have to be born with. Like, your brain has to be wired in such a way you to succeed at that yeah i think that's that's very true i also think that like people need to stop this is something i i would also say people need to stop measuring their success based off of like money and based off Mm -hmm. of like you know approval of other people whether it's like likes on social media or whatever the case may be i feel like a lot of people just need to understand that success at least for me, I could, I'm not going to say I shouldn't put this on other people. This is just my thought. I feel like success is really just measured in happiness. Like at the end of the day, we are all going to die. You can't take your money with you. And in, in all actuality, you die. You have millions and millions of dollars that gets passed on to somebody else. So it's not like it's really benefiting you. Like a lot of times, if you think about it, you're working to help somebody else after you pass away. Like you know, parents will work hard so that way their kids have something when they die. And then those kids are going to work hard so their kids have something and so on and so forth. So it's just like, yes, money is required to live this life. Yes, it is nice to have nice things. Yes, it is great to be able to say, I know where my next meal is coming from. And from somebody, like, speaking from somebody who, like, came from a family that, like, kind of struggled a little bit to somebody who's a little bit more financially, like, comfortable now, like, I understand the necessity for money, but I don't think that that needs to be your end-all, be-all, like, this is my measure of success. I'm making this much money, so clearly I'm successful. Like, no, because if you hate your job and you're making six figures, it, there's no point in it. Like, you're coming home miserable. You, more than likely, you're making everyone around you miserable, so they're not really wanting to hang out with you. Like, like, that's where you have to find that balance of, like, what's more important to you, living a life of happiness or wealth, you know? I agree with that 100%, because I've definitely been in situations where I just felt like, <clears throat> although I was making, like, you know, I wasn't making, like, a ton of money. I was making, like, you know, comfortable money. I just, like, didn't, I was so miserable, Cause I just felt like that that job was like not leading me anywhere. Like I felt like it was kind of like a dead end, and I just felt so like stifled because I was like, if I'm gonna be like working or whatever, I have to feel like it's gonna lead me to somewhere else. Um, so yeah, I agree with that. And um, one piece of advice that I would have that is, I, I won't call it a regret, but something I wished I had done more. I wish, (laughs) y'all, 
Wear the bathing suit now. <laughs> Go to the fucking beach. Like, in your little bikinis, and your little speedos, and, like, whatever you want to wear. <clears throat> wear it now. We have one life. <clears throat> and, like, this is, like, your one body. Like, at every... And love it at every single stage. Yes. Because... I feel like a lot of times, like, we are just so unhappy with what our body is like in the moment. And then we look back and we're like, oh, I look so good. And you always look back at it in retrospect, but just love where you are now. Like, yes. do, like, wear what makes you happy. Take the pictures that make you happy. Like, you know, like, go out there, stunt, look cute, like, do all of that, like, right now. Yes. Do not wait until another time just to look back and be like, oh, I wish I'd done that then. The, every single moment is the right moment for that. And that's, like, that's something that I wish I had done more of. I wish I had, like, really just, like, was, like, a lot kinder to myself and to my body yeah. than I was because now I look back and be like, wow, why, why wasn't I? And luckily... Um, especially this year, I have gotten to a place where I, like, love my body. And, like, of course, now we sit in the house. Like, so <laughs> you know, be out here in my cute little outfit. But, like, it took me a very long time to get to that place. And I think that's very unfortunate. Because I could have been out here. No, and I agree. And I Okay, so also in that same vein, I would say don't live your life to the standards other people set for you. Like, don't. I think a lot of times that we're afraid to explore our sexuality, explore our life, explore our personalities because we're supposed to be this specific way. Like, think of how many people get slut shamed because they're like going on dates with multiple people. It's just like, don't let other people tell you that you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. You know, go on dates with multiple people, have sex with multiple people, wear the outfits that you want to, learn to love your body, learn what you love about your body. Learn what you love about other people when it comes to you. You know what I mean? Like, you need those experiences to tell you who you need to be. So I agree 100%. In, enjoy the fact that you are only young once. And your body will never be the same after this. So it's like, enjoy that. Yeah. Now, you know? Enjoy your body at every single stage. Like, when you're younger, enjoy it. When you get older, enjoy it. Be like, wow, like, my body has been through so much, and it was still here. Yeah. And I, yeah, like, I wholeheartedly agree, and I just want to say something to the people out there who judge, and the people out there who have something to say about, like, other people's um, sexuality. There are actual evils going on mm -hmm. in the world. Like, there are actual things, like, impacting our society, and for you to sit there and, like, judge somebody based on, like, what, how they're choosing to express themselves sexually, like, what they're doing sexually, like, I just feel like there, there's just, like, so much actual evil happening in the world. Like, what is wrong with you? That's very true. And I just, another thing I'm going to say, and people are probably not going to agree with this 100%, but I still live by this motto and I don't care. Spend the money. Just spend it. Like, you're, like... You can save all you want, and at the end of the day, something bad can still happen to you, and you can still, you know what I mean? Like, there is no point. Take that trip. Like, enjoy those things when you can. You know what I mean? Because when you're in your, especially, like, right out of college or, like, in college, like, explore with your friends while you can. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you're you're not going to get those years back. You're, you're really not. That money is, is, like, 
you can get it back. All you have to do is keep working. You know what I mean? Like, enjoy yourself while you can. And don't worry about, like, oh, am I going to, you know, I don't have this much money in my savings account right now. Like, you're 21. You shouldn't have thousands and thousands of dollars in your savings account. Like, who cares? Have fun. Go to Vegas. Get drunk and just forget about shit. You know? Plus, that's what credit cards are for. I'm just kidding. Don't get credit cards. That's another piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I agree with that, especially when it comes to travel. I think explore the world as much as you can. Like, I think just, like, being able to get out there. One thing that travel has really given me is just, like, perspective on how, like, the way I live is not the only way to live. And so I think, like, everywhere I've, like, lived or traveled, it's been, like, like, when I was, like, living in Botswana, like, people lived this way, and that was the way to live. When I lived in Kenya, it was, like, that's, like, that's the way to live. When I lived in Texas, like, that's the way to live. When I lived in New York, that's the way to live. Like, and I think, like, when you suddenly see that when you go somewhere else, the way they're living completely contradicts another way of living. You start to realize that there's no one way of living and that you can define that for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you can say, this is the way I want to live. And it may not necessarily be the same way that other people are around me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like when I used to come to the States as a kid, I would be like, oh, here they're saying this is the way to live. But back home, they say that's the way to live. And then I was just like, oh, okay. So like, when I go back home, this way of living is completely irrelevant. Yeah. So I, it just kind of started to like um, make me gain the confidence of like defining what life was just for myself and on my own. Yeah. And not only that, and not to live like, by other people's standards. Yeah. And like, I mean, you ha- you are way more well traveled than I am. Like, I have traveled a lot, but within the states, I have never left the U.S. You have traveled outside of the U.S., but even traveling within the U.S., I think sometimes we get so stuck in our bubble that we feel like this is all that's there for us. Like, we don't think that there's ever because everyone around us is doing the same thing. Like when I was younger. I would see how my family was and I'm like, this is how I'm going to wind up because this is just all I see around me. So that's just what is going to be for me. But then I went to college and I was in St. Louis. I lived in Chicago for a little bit. I traveled to different states, to different cities, and I saw different opportunities and different ways of living. And it's like, you really realize that the world is bigger than what you make it. Like, you know, you get so trapped mm-hmm. in this bubble that you don't, you see that these are my only opportunities, but then you leave where you're from and you're just like, holy shit, like the world is really actually very big. And it's like, there are so many other opportunities for me. And so yes, definitely travel when you can travel alone too. I took, I took like a few trips by myself and definitely travel alone, get to know the things that you like, get to know the things that you enjoy doing, things you don't enjoy doing, you know, try everything, travel alone, spend your money, have fun, you know, and don't, another piece of advice that I really, really would say is important. Don't go on a timeline that other people have set up for you. Do not assume that because you graduated high school at 18, that you need to be in college by that fall. Like, do not do that. Like, everyone will do, like, the whole, oh, if you take a year off, then you will never go back. I truthfully wish that I would have waited a little bit longer before I went to college. 
to figure out what it was I even wanted out of life. I feel like 18 is so young to make that decision. And we're almost thrusted and forced into making that decision so quickly that you're just like, Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm 18. I'm not supposed to be like, like, honestly, I would say travel and explore and find things out about yourself before you go to college. That way, you know what it is that you even like to do, what things that make you happy and passionate, the things that you, you know, there are some kids that will know very young what they want to do, but there are also some kids who still struggle. Like, that's why kids change their major so many times in college, because they're like, they take a class and they're like, oh, that seems interesting. Like, you know, take your time, you know. Life is fleeting, but life is long. So, like, take the time, figure out what it is that you want, set your life up to be good for you. You know, don't do it based on, oh, my mom and dad think I should be in college at this time. My mom and dad think I should be in grad school at this time and have this and this. And for some people, college is just not, it's just not for you. And that's fine. That's completely fine, you know? Yeah, I would agree with that. And, like, I wish I had done um, the same thing. Um, and I went to school where my parents wanted me to go to school, like for college and stuff. Like I had always wanted to like be in New York and like go to school here. Um, but my parents were like concerned about that. And then they like looked online and saw that, um, the school we went to was good for international students. Um, so they (laughs) chose that one. We're not going to get into that topic right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I just feel like just do things on your own timeline. Don't let people, um, influence you in that regard. And you have your whole life to figure shit out. Like you really do. And I think I was someone who was always like on the, like, you know, I was always thinking ahead, like in call in high school, I already knew, like, okay, I'm going to college in the U.S. and I'm going to study this thing and I'm going to do that. And then in college, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to New York. Like, you know, like, I was very, like, I even, like, I, I feel like a lot of times I, like, sped my life along for no fucking reason. Exactly. And life is not a race. That's another thing, too. Life is not a yeah. race and it's not a competition. I just feel like a lot of times I will be like, oh, well, I should be doing that too because I'm already at this age and blah, blah, blah. And I think too, a lot of times I look at it as like, well, at my age, my mom already had me and my sister, you know, like where are my children? Like I should be in this part of my life too. It's very important to understand that like you don't, just because you are doing this thing and this person is doing this thing, it does not mean that like you need to speed your life up to catch up or that they need to do whatever. Like you're doing what you're supposed to do just because I don't have kids right now at 28 doesn't mean that I won't have kids like at 32, 33. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe there's still some maturing that I have to do before I even have kids. And maybe that's why it's taking long. You know what I mean? Or that's why I'm on the path that I'm on because there's still growth that I have to go through before I can even, you know, be impressionable on a child. So I think that's very important to understand, especially for kids in their early 20s and college, especially like post-college, because post-college is where it's going to hit you the hardest because you're going to see like, some of your friends are going to go on immediately to having internships or having jobs. I know I struggled with that. Like we graduated and I felt like everyone around me kind of like went off. Like you went to New York. We had friends who went to Chicago. We had friends who like started jobs immediately. Meanwhile, I was still working at Aldi's, like struggling to pay my rent. And it's just like, I think it's very important to understand that like that didn't happen for me right then immediately like everybody else. But now I'm on a path where I'm doing a lot better. 
And I realized that those years I needed to like grow and learn a lot about myself and even figure out what it was I wanted to do with my life before I could even jump into that realm. So do not rush and do not compete against people. It's a one-sided competition at all times. I'll let you know that right now. You're the only one competing. Nobody else is competing against you. <laughs> exactly. Nobody's thinking about you. No. They don't. They do not care if you got kids or not. They are not. You are in a competition with your. You are stressing yourself out by yourself. <laughs> they are not losing yeah. any sleep. This is like a piece of advice that not necessarily is something I wish I'd done, but like I'd done differently. But it's something that I see in other people. I think that people, especially right out of college, need to be very careful especially if they move to a new city, <laughs> need to be very careful of like getting into serious relationships right away. So a lot of like what I saw was like people would get into like a very serious relationship right after moving to a new city. And I, what I didn't, and I'm thinking more actually of people that moved here. Um, like there were a few people from my internship program that moved here. There were a few people, um, that I just like know that moved here and they got into like these very serious relationships immediately. And it really tainted like their view of the city. Like when those things didn't work out, like it was kind of like every single memory that they had was somehow tied to this other person. And so they didn't really give themselves a chance to be like well this is like my favorite coffee shop yeah. and this is like my favorite activity and these are my friends everything was like hours 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 and i really saw like a lot of them like move away from the city for that reason yes. it's like they didn't know how to exist in this environment without that other person and i i just i just feel like if you're gonna like make a life-changing move or something like that or like you're gonna do something like, you're going to move to a new city or you're going to, I don't know, start, like, a new adventure in any type of way. I don't think you should do that. It, I don't think it should be all wrapped up in a significant other. Like, nice. you should have your own friends. You should have your own activities. You should have your own favorite things. Like, you should maintain your own separate identity. Just learn how to be single um, in general, too. I feel like a lot of yeah. times people are just rushing. And this is something I struggle with, too. So I'm not even going to sit here and act like, oh, sit on my soapbox. But, like, truthfully, like, learn how to be single. Learn how to be on your own. Like, I think the longest I was single between relationships was maybe, like, four months. And it's, like, those four months were actually very fun for me because I lived by myself. I started realizing, like, routines that I wanted. And then, you know things that I enjoyed about life. And then it's just like, you kind of, I got lonely really quickly. <laughs> but like, don't be afraid to be alone because you can still have fun by yourself. Like learn how to be single, learn how to just, and not so much. I'm not going to be that person who's like, you have to learn to love yourself before you can love somebody else. Cause no, I, I'm not a full believer of that, to be honest. That's a topic for a different day. But like, just learn how to be single and learn life of what you like before you commit to somebody else because there are a lot of sacrifices and changes that you have to make when you go into relationships. And if you don't fully know who you are or enjoy like know what you enjoy doing and love about life, then it's it's really gonna be pointless. Like you're gonna fall into a routine where you're loving what they love, liking what they like, because you never figured that out for yourself. And so if God forbid that breaks up and splits, you're left with nothing. And that's when you wind up leaving the city, not knowing who you are as a person, going through this whole existential crisis at fucking 23 because you don't even know what the fuck's going on with your life, you know?
Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> That was not a personal attack on anyone. I was just saying that I have seen people get, like, very wrapped up in one person and then, like, their entire identity becomes that one person. And, like, you ask them what they're doing. It's like, oh, well, we are doing this. Or you ask them what their favorite restaurant is. And they're like, our favorite restaurant is this. And it's just kind of like, you know. One thing I regret doing i think i didn't realize very early on especially like in my earlier career i didn't realize that like i think i put a lot of pressure on myself to succeed and perform at my job not realizing that i was literally at the bottom of the totem pole there was nothing i could do yes act your wage act your wage that's i'm a big believer in that Mm mm-hmm Act your wage. I did not act my wage in the beginning of my career, and I paid for it, like, you know, because, like, people took advantage of me, and because they knew that I um, would go the extra mile, I would, like, do things that, like, maybe I shouldn't have been doing, Um, so that is something that I personally did that I would advise others not to do is like just take a good look around you and if you're the youngest person on the team if you're like whatever <laughs> like you probably don't need to be stressed no not like at all. you know you probably don't need to be working weekends you probably don't need to you know like the whole company is not going to shut down because you turn in something late or you don't you know what yeah. i mean like i mean definitely perform realize, well enough to keep your job like don't do some shit that's gonna get you yeah fired. but don't put that pressure on yourself <laughs> yeah. and that's something that i did that i wish sure. looking back i'm like why did i care so much and you know that's very true and to this day that's something that i have had to implement into my life where i'm like there is no need for me to stress about that when that has that is above my pay grade. Like, I'm sorry. This company would replace me tomorrow if I dropped out of a heart attack. Exactly. So I'm not going to sit here and stress myself out. Like, nope. I'm sorry. Not going to do that. Nope. Your coworkers are not your friends. No, they're not. Um, you have been put there. Um, if you really think about it, like, think about your coworkers and think about, like, the people on your team. Like, would y'all talk had it not been for that setup? Exactly. I, okay. Just think about that. I will say this, though. There are a few people in my job that I have right now. Had we met under different circumstances, we might still actually be friends. But that is a rarity. I do find that that's a rarity. I think out of every job I've held and every like group of friends that I had at each job, I think there are maybe like three people in my whole like 10 plus years of working that I can honestly say that had we met in a different situation, we would still be friends. And it's, it's like, weird. Because it's, like, aside from that, though, you're right. Had these circumstances not put us together, we would have never talked. And honestly, we're just kind of getting through the day together. And I think it's fine to just have coworkers. Like, not yes. everybody needs to be your friend. Very like, true. I learned that, like, very, very early on. So, um, I, I don't know whether fortunately or unfortunately, I had, like, a very, very... I had a pretty terrible, like, first introduction into the working world, like, post-college. I had, like, a very awful first job experience. But I think it did prep me for, like, what... Was to come. It is. Like, I I feel like I I knew... I was only at that job, like, 11 months, but I knew, like, 
okay, this is what it is by the end of my time there. So I I don't think I ever entertained the thought of being like friends with coworkers or things like after that job. It's a a tough lesson, but a good one to learn. I feel like we've imparted all of the wisdom that we possibly could, but any millennials following us, anybody 30, 40, hey, you know what? We're about to be 30. So any 40-year-olds who want to give us advice on like what we should do in our 30s, I'm definitely here to hear that. I don't care, you know? (laughs) So follow us on the Instagram at E&E Podcast, E-N-D-E Podcast, and drop your advice in the comment section of our most recent post. Thank you, Eric, for all of your millennial advice. <laughs> us Gen Zers are very um, thankful. 